From the brains behind Teal the Show, this is Teal the Podcast, your source for Jaguars news and analysis with NFL insider Mark Brunel and your host, Cole Pepper. We welcome you into Teal the Podcast as we continue our look at the Jaguars roster. Last time out, we took a look at the offense. Mark, this week? The other side of the ball. That was what we call the defense. That would be the defense. So let's get into it. Let's start with maybe the most important position on any defense these days, and that is guys who get after the quarterback, the defensive ends. There's some interest going on right now with this Jaguars defensive end group. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, his question marks there. You spent a first-round draft pick on Josh Allen. You've got Calais Campbell. Can he keep it going? It's potentially a very strong group for this team, but... Cole, it is potentially the best uh, position group um, in the NFL as far as defensive ends, pass rushers. Typically, when you face a a defense, you're worried about one pass rusher. Uh, As a quarterback, when I played, there was typically just Reggie White, Bruce Smith, um, one guy. You're very rarely worried about two guys. Well, guess what? With With the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have to worry about Clayus Campbell and Unique Ngakwe. And let's not forget the young kid out of Kentucky, too, Josh Allen, who hopefully will just burst on the scene and make it an immediate impact uh, on this team. But um, excited about the defensive ends. I think as far as this group, it could be the best in the NFL. All right, let's go one by one with those three key guys. Calais Campbell, biggest question, can he keep playing at a high level at his age? Can he? Well, we, a- we asked this question a year ago, and, uh, and the answer is, was, yeah, we think he can do it. Well, he did it, and he did it very well. Uh, don't be surprised by anything that Calais Campbell can do. Um, I know he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's played for a long time. He's an excellent player, big, physical, dominant player. Uh, that I think will continue this year to be just as dominant. He's a hard worker. He's a good leader. He is a perfect guy for that defensive line. And I think he's a very good example and a good model for those young players, particularly Josh Allen. All right, let's talk about Josh Allen. What are your expectations for a rookie defensive end? Sometimes those guys can pop and you know, get seven, eight, nine, ten sacks. It, it's really hard to say with the rookie. And obviously, I, in my opinion, uh, this is the steal of the draft. Not just for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, no, really, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. As far as the whole draft is concerned, I mean, we, we got this kid. We didn't expect to get him, but, but we got him, which is a very good thing. Uh, hard to say. Uh, he could go out there, to your point, he could get eight, nine, maybe ten sacks. He has that type of ability. But it depends on the kid. It depends on, on, on what's inside the kid. He's going to work. He's going to be uh, coached very well. And uh, the good thing is, is that the, the offenses, they're going to be focusing on Calais. They're going to be focusing on Unique and Gakwe. So that might leave some room for the young Josh Allen to come in and, and really make some plays on defense. By saying that, it sounds like you're expecting Gakwe will play this year. You don't think there's going to be a holdout. You think they're going to get a contract deal done one way or another? You know, I, I don't know. There's the business side of this. Uh, that could be very problematic for, for the team and the individual. But uh, hopefully they get things worked out. I think they will. And when they do, Unique will be on that field and he'll be making some plays. All right, we're going to shift our attention now inside the big fellas, the defensive tackles. Uh, this is sort of an unsung group on this Jaguars team when you talk about guys like Marcel Darius and Avery Jones. Uh, I think the most intriguing player in this group, though, has to be last year's first-round pick, Taven Bryan. Mark, let's talk about this group, and let's start with Taven. What are your expectations for him coming into a second season? It's hard to say. Uh, you know, at this point last year, hopes were high for Taven Bryan. We, we were hoping 
that he would make an immediate impact. Kind of the same things we're talking about Josh Allen right now, Hope, hoping he bursts on the scene and really makes some plays. But, Cole, I don't think we really saw that from Taven Bryan. You know, he got in there in a typical uh, first-round pick that has to take some time before he, he gets ready to, to play at a high level. I know he learned a lot. He did make some plays. He got some experience. But we need a big jump from Taven Bryan. This is a first-round pick. First-round picks are supposed to make uh, a measure of an impact in their first year. They're supposed to make some plays. I don't think we really saw that from Taven. Okay, it's year two. Now it's time for him to take that next step. That's going to be important. He has to if this defensive line is going to continue to be dominant. You know, the guy who always seems to get overlooked with this group is Avery Jones. Right. The longest tenured Jaguar on the roster and a guy who just plugs away, goes to work. Talk about the ultimate lunch pail kind of player. He just comes to work and gets it done each and every day. And he has no problem with that. He's a workhorse, and he knows it. And a a big physical defensive tackle, listen, he knows he's not going to get big sack totals. He knows he may not get tons of tackles. He has a job to do. Just stick your nose in there and get in the way. You know, just make that line of scrimmage uh, very difficult to to create some, some seams and some creases for the running backs, for those opposing offenses. That's his job. It's not fancy. It's not pretty. But he, he likes it like that, and there's a reason why he's been with the Jaguars for as long as he has. He doesn't get a lot of attention, but he simply goes to work, and he does his job. And not really a big money kind of guy either. Marcel Darius, on the other hand, big money kind of guy. We saw some plays last year that he made. Talk about a guy for his size who covers ground. He's really a playmaker defensive For player. his size, the athleticism, uh, the physicality, the toughness, the ability to make a play, uh, he's, he's, he's a good one. A great addition to this defense uh, last year, and uh, really, you know, those guys are the unsung heroes. They don't get a lot of uh, recognition, but if you ask the guys on the defense, especially those linebackers, how important big guys like Marcel Darius are and Aubrey Aber Jones, uh, they will tell you they're the key to making for those linebackers making a lot of lot of tackles. And let's talk about those linebackers. Uh, that is certainly an area, Mark, that uh, has a lot of question marks. Right now, the only non-question mark is Miles Jack. We know he's going to play in the middle, uh, despite some other conversations that have gone in, in the media and around him. I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of this group. Do you? Well, let, let's start with Miles. Um, listen, Miles Jack is, is athletic. Um, he has some experience now. He's a physical guy that uh, is going to get another opportunity at the, at the Mike linebacker position. And I think Miles is a guy that if he gets enough time on task, if he's out of position for a certain amount of time, Miles is only going to get better. He is going to improve. He's that type of player. This game is important to him. He's a hard worker. I think he has a bright future in the NFL, and he's done very well up to this point. The other positions can be problematic. There are some question marks there. And the good thing is um, the defensive line, the back end, the secondary, really solid. But to be a real dominant, dominant offense, a top five uh, excuse me, defense in the NFL, Listen, all three, all three position groups have to play at a high level, and there are some concerns for the defense, or excuse me, the linebackers. Yeah, no doubt about that. And you talk about Telvin Smith not going to play this year. So, who goes in that spot? Uh, they drafted Quincy Williams, a little bit of a surprise pick uh, for some people. You have Leon Jacobs who can play the other side. Uh, they brought in Jake Ryan in the offseason. Any of these guys right now look like guys you can plug in and play with right now? We saw them in the OTAs and, and minicamp, of course, but uh, it, it's really hard to measure a linebacker when, there's, when you're not being physical, when, it, when it's just, just helmets and jerseys. And so it's really hard to tell. 
We won't know until preseason, but even then, even in those preseason games, it's hard to get a feel for just how physical a linebacker is, how well he'll, he'll play at his specific position. Um, listen, Quincy comes in at, a, at the right time. Huge opportunity for the kid out of Murray State. It couldn't have worked out better for him. Um, we'll see. I, I'm very intrigued by this player because he was on a lot of draft boards, didn't get a lot of attention, but maybe the Jaguars were right in getting this young kid out of Murray State. Well, the Jaguars also spent a lot of free agency going after outside linebackers. Not necessarily big name, big dollar guys, but they've got some bodies to throw at the situation if those top guys don't work out. We'll see if it comes to that for the Jaguars this year. But, Mark, this is a position that a couple of years ago was the strength of this defense, a strength of this defense. Now, maybe more question marks at that position group than any on defense. There's no question. It's very concerning. Uh, we shall see. All right, we're going to move to the back of the defense and look at the defensive backs, both the cornerbacks and the safeties here. Uh, Mark, I think it's safe to say that cornerback looks pretty good in terms of the yeah. starters right now. Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, got Ramsey, even though he missed time in OTAs, he always does. He'll be fine. Boye kind of rededicating himself this offseason right. after an injury-filled season last year. Uh, this is the no-doubt group of this unit, isn't it? As far as the corners, there's, there really are no concerns. And, of course, you'd like to, you would have liked to have seen Jalen in the OTAs. Nobody's really worried about Jalen, of course. He's going to work, and he's one of the best at his position in the NFL. Maybe the best. We talked about uh, in, uh, Unique Ngakwe and Calais Campbell maybe being the best tandem in the NFL. Well, guess what? In our secondary, the corners, A.J. and, and Jalen, they could be the best. That's, that's impressive. And so what that does for you, it gives you an opportunity to play some man. You, you just lock up your best corners, Jalen and A.J., with their best receivers. You bring a safety down to stop the run. Uh, that is the approach that Todd Wash is going to take. And when you have corners like that that can play at that high of a level, it is a difference maker. Um, so, so we shall see. But those corners, they're pretty good. And, and also two guys that have, the chance to, that to have the chance to have their best football ahead of them. This could be Jalen's best year. This could be A.J.'s best year. That is the hope. All right. In this day and age in the NFL, when you talk about starting cornerbacks, I feel like you almost have to include the nickelback. Yes. D.J. Hayden, did he do enough for you at nickel last year? Do you have higher expectations this year? Well, you want a player to improve as, as uh, the years go on. And, uh, but something to think about, too, Cole, is that, that if there are some problems at linebacker, the Jaguars might be in a position where they'll be forced to play more nickel. You know, they might, D.J. might be asked to, uh, uh, to do a lot this year, and so... Uh, time will, will tell on that, but I was impressed with him. I thought he did a good job, um, and uh, uh, the good thing is when you're on a defense like this and there are some positions like Will or Sam or the nickel spot that maybe just aren't really that solid, maybe they don't have a lot of experience or maybe they don't play at the level that you want them to play, you're surrounded by so many other good players that you can cover, you can cover for those the weaker positions. So. Um, we shall see, but I, I do like D.J. Hayden. Right, let's talk about the safeties, though, because with those corners, you feel pretty good. There are going to be two different starting safeties to begin this year than there were on opening day last year. Ronnie Harrison is going to be one of those. Probably Jared Wilson the other. Mm -hmm. um, what's your feeling on the safeties? My feeling is that uh, that's my concern in the secondary. Obviously, we're not worried about Jalen. We're not worried about A.J. Um, the secondary uh, could be tough. Ronnie's in his second year now, and uh, uh, he will be better. He made some plays last year. Uh, so we'll see. You know, offenses in the NFL, they're very aggressive. And when they see a weakness on a defense, they're going to try to exploit it. So if you're looking at the Jaguar defense right now, what area can you exploit? Well, possibly the linebacker positions. Uh, not as much the Mike. Miles Jack has that covered. The Sam the Will, depending on how that turns out. But those safeties could be a, a concern. Jared Wilson, 
has some time has some time in the NFL. Uh, Ronnie's a little younger, so so we'll see. Not a great group, but uh, a decent group. Hopefully, a, a group that surprises us and gets better as the year goes on. And we'll look forward to build some depth as well. All right, we continue and conclude our series here, looking at the Jaguars position group by position group, and we're going to look at the special teams. Let's start with the specialist, and then we'll get to the return men. Uh, kicker and punter, you feel okay about Josh Lambeau? I, I feel pretty good about yeah. Josh Lambeau. Now, I will say this, though. Kickers are an interesting bunch now. Just because a kicker played well last year, that doesn't necessarily mean the kicker's going to play well this year. Our hope is that he you know, plays at a high level, that he gets a lot of opportunities. Uh, listen, Josh Lambeau is a solid player. Uh, he's a solid kicker. Um, so we shall see. Um, I expect him to, to uh, uh, be the guy. I don't have any doubts or any concerns. I just, in my experience, I know kickers are a little different. And <laughs> listen, their job, they have one job. Just make it through those uprights. And Josh Lambeau has been great for us. And you want him to do that when the game is on the line in particular. Absol He's absolutely. shown some ability to hit some clutch kicks in the last couple of years. We'll keep an eye on it this year. The other guy is going to be putting toe to leather, and that is the punter, Logan Cook. Last year as a rookie, showed some things. Mm -hmm. um, Good, not great. I don't think anybody would say he was a pro bowler his first year. Do you expect the same thing you, as you do out of other players to make that step between year this, one and year two? This is what I want to see from Logan Cook. I want him to play less. Mm -hmm. He played too much last year. Too many punts, too many opportunities. And listen, Logan Cook, because of the addition of our quarterback, I really believe it's a guy at quarterback in Nick Foles who's pretty good on third down that will keep drives alive, keep the, you know, the Jaguars on the field. So Logan Cook will not kick as much as he did last year but listen he's solid he doesn't have to be great um we hope for a better year when he gets the opportunity we just don't want to see those opportunities yeah good point um the return game in this day and age in the nfl not quite as impactful as it has been in the past because of some of the kickoff rules and so forth but if you're looking for somebody to make a difference in the return game well, you'd think that D.D. Westbrook could be a guy who could really change games for the Jaguars if he got more opportunities. You, you read my mind, and it's all about D.D. Westbrook. Uh, this guy is a di dynamic uh, kick returner, uh, punt returner. He can make plays. Give him the ball, and obviously it's, he, it takes the other ten guys around. Joe DiCamillis does a very good job. One of the best, most respected special teams coaches in the NFL. So uh, if you got a special guy like D.D. and he, you can get the ball in his hands, uh, then special things can happen. Does it happen every, every kick? No, you wish it would, but there will be some opportunities this year that we see D.D. make some big-time plays. Uh, we're counting on that, and listen, it's a boost. And that in itself can win football games for you. Yeah, something the Jaguars have not had a lot of impact from through the last couple of years, but maybe this year we'll see that change. If you missed any of our breakdowns of any of the position groups, you can check them out on news4jacks.com, and as always, you can check it out on Teal the Podcast as well. Mark, looking forward to training camp. Can't wait. A reminder, you can find Teal the Podcast on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. And as always, you can find Teal the Podcast under the Sports tab on newsforjacks.com. If you have other friends who are Jaguars fans, please feel free to share Teal the Podcast with them. We'll be going throughout the offseason and then when the season begins, twice a week with our coverage with Mark Brunell and myself. Thanks so much for joining us here on Teal the Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.